Well, good morning. It's Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. Uh, Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. Uh, the Senate is out for a couple weeks, uh, but gun control noise and negotiations are still going on. We'll get to that in a minute. <clears throat> I guess uh, yesterday, a lot of people were just uh, doing their Memorial Day thing and didn't care about my podcast. No, I don't think anybody listened to it. Maybe somebody, I don't know. <clears throat> Boy, do I need something to drink. Clear that throat. <clears> throat> uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast and I'll show up right at the top of the search. I truly appreciate you. As I do every day, I really do. Uh, if you can, uh, please bring someone with you uh, today or tomorrow. Uh, tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C Y B E R C L O P S. <clears throat> yeah, I guess uh, uh, people yesterday were talk uh, were busy uh, memorializing uh, the war dead. Um, so I guess that's where we'll start. We'll start uh, with uh, the war and what's going on over there. Um, we'll start with oil. Uh, this really isn't enough, but maybe it's a start. Uh, the EU has announced a ban on Russian oil. Uh, according to uh, European Council Chief Charles Michel, the EU has agreed on a partial ban on Russian oil imports. Uh, Michel said in a tweet today, Agreement to ban export of Russian oil to the EU. This immediately covers more than two-thirds of oil imports from Russia, cutting a huge source of financing for its war machine. But is it really a ban? You know, one pipeline to small landlocked countries remains untouched. An exemption will be made for the uh, southern Druzba pipeline segment. Uh, the southern part goes to Hungary, Slovakia, and the Czech Republic. Uh, which, uh, between the three of them, I think one it, it gets like 83% of their oil uh, from Russia. Another one gets 90%. And the other one, uh, um, uh, which one is it? Uh, I think it's either Slovakia or the Czech Republic gets 100% of its oil from Russia. So it can't really cut it off, I guess, you know. Uh, Poland and Germany agreed to embargo uh, uh, the northern pipeline. So they will get zero oil from Russia by the end of the year. I don't know what they're getting right now. Uh, Michelle added, this sanctions package includes other hard-hitting measures, uh, which include uh, de-swifting the largest Russian bank, Surebank. You know, de-swifting meaning taking it off the swift banking system, which everybody used, which means Russia is going to be cut off even more. Eh, not completely. There's still other banks. Uh, they're going to be banning three more Russian state-owned uh, broadcasters, uh, you know, propagandists, and sanctioning individuals responsible for war crimes in Ukraine. Uh, now, for EU members uh, uh, to purchase gas, they have been sending euros to Russian Gazprom Bank, where they convert them into rubles, because remember, Russia uh, demanded that they pay for gas in rubles and they couldn't do it because of the sanctions. So gas is not altered beyond anything they've already done. It's just the oil. 
The sanctions will ban up to 90% of EU oil sales by the end of the year. Uh, the other 10% are those three con- countries that I me- mentioned. Russian oil delivered by tankers would be banned, meaning the UK wouldn't be getting their oil tankers anymore. Uh, but does that mean that Russia would not be able to move their ships through EU waters? I'd like to see those ships seized, but I don't know if that's included. Uh, if they wanted to deliver to non-EU nations, would they have to go around EU waters? India is expected to import 3.36 million metric tons in May, according to estimates from Refinitiv. Uh, almost nine times higher than they did uh, uh, than the 2021 monthly average. This that's insane. India is filling its oil reserves with cheap, cheap Russian crude because they do not belong to the EU and they don't give a crap. They're traitors. India is a traitor. Uh, Europe can't prevent Russia from selling oil to non-EU countries. And let's not forget about China, who will certainly take advantage of the cheap oil to restore their oil uh, uh, reserves. Uh, they'll be able to buy from Russia, and they will do it. Uh, at, at, at fire sale prices, mind you, they'll do it. EU leaders are meeting again in Brussels on uh, uh, today to discuss further response to Russia's Ukraine invasion. Uh, the Netherlands, Gasterra, that's their, uh, uh, their gas company, will no longer receive gas from Russia's Gazprom today after refusing to agree to Moscow's demands for payment in rubles. Uh, the Ukrainian mayor of Mariupol said at least 16,000 city residents. I'm jumping from story to story. Sorry about that. Uh, the Ukrainian mayor, uh, uh, mayor of Mariupol said at least 16,000 city residents have been buried by Russian occupiers in mass graves near the villages. And I'm going to try this. Staria, Krim, Manhush, and Vinorodne since mid-April. Uh, yesterday. We were talking about Severodonetsk, uh, and uh, uh, now the mayor there said Russian troops have pushed further into the key city in the Luhansk region and fought street by street with key forces, driving tens of thousands from their homes. A Russian separatist leader said Russian forces control a third of Severodonetsk. Uh, the Institute for Study of War said Russia forces reportedly control the northeast and southeast outskirts of the city of Severodonetsk and are continuing to gain ground within the city. Uh, I did not have uh, uh, the name of the French journalist who was killed yesterday in Ukraine. Now I can tell you French journalist Frederick or Frederick, Frederick uh, Leclerc Inhoff was uh, killed during a Russian bombardment that struck a vehicle evacuating citizens from eastern Ukraine. Uh, a war crime, uh, uh, attacking civilians, right? Bringing the total number. I, I mean, it's a it's a war crime against uh, the media. Also, you know, that's two war crimes in one in one uh, uh, in one hit. Um, uh, bring, it brought the no, uh, total number of media workers killed so far in Ukraine um, since Russia's invasion to 32, mostly Ukrainian journalists. I think there's been three non-Ukrainian. Uh, still a war crime. 
uh, to kill a journalist covering the war. French media outlets reported France has announced the opening of a war crimes probe into the killing of Le Cric Imhoff and the wounding of his colleague Maxime Brandsteiter. Uh, Belarus will conduct military mobilization ex- exercises in June and July in the Gomel region, which borders northern Ukraine, about 100 miles north of Kiev, and just a few miles from the Russian uh, Russia's uh, western uh, border. It's like um, uh, uh, that would be south east, yeah, southeast corner of uh, Belarus. Uh, we talked about the stealing of grain from Ukraine. Uh, citing the Russian-backed separatist leader of Donetsk, uh, Interfax reported a ship left the port of Mariupol for the first time since Russia took the city and is headed east to Russia. Gee, I wonder what's on that ship. Uh, the, Zelensky said Russian forces has stolen at least a half million tons of grain from Ukraine. Uh, Zelensky said Russia is deliberately blocking Ukrainian ports, preventing the export of 22 million tons of grain so that the whole of Europe struggles and so the Ukraine uh, so that Ukraine doesn't earn billions of dollars from its exports. Uh, Putin told Russian uh, I'm sorry, Putin told Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan, the guy that sounds like he's from a Lord of the Rings, he's a Lord of the Rings character. Um, Putin told uh, Erdogan, Moscow is ready to facilitate the unhindered export of grain from Ukrainian ports in uh, coordination with Turkey. But the real question is, who will be profiting from that grain? Will it be Russia or Ukraine? I have a feeling it's going to be Russia, which at that point we need to embargo that grain or, or seize it which is going to be difficult because we can't seize it because it could be considered an act of war. (sighs) U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken held discussions with Saudi Arabia's foreign minister, Prince Faisal bin Farhan al-Saud, including an international support for Ukraine, according to a statement from uh, the uh, uh, State Department. Uh, something else is going on uh, in the Middle East. I'll get to that in a minute. EU members backed a package of loans worth 9 billion euros, which is almost $10 billion, uh, with a small component of grants to cover part of the interest for Ukraine to keep its government going and pay wages for about two months. So they need to get something done in that war. Uh, that story we talked about a couple weeks ago, where I said you would start hearing about it, has begun. Russia's TASS news agency reported Russia's uh, foreign minister, Sergei Lapdog Lavrov, denied rumors that Putin is ill. Hopefully he'll die in those two months. We'll see. Uh, So it seems Ukraine will not get those missile systems that could reach nearly 200 miles, but will get missiles from systems that can go up to 40 miles. Uh, The howitzers that we gave them can reach up to 25 miles, depending on the type of ammo. Uh, I think as little as like 15 miles, right? And then another another one goes like 19 miles, and then uh, another type of ammo goes 25 miles. Uh, approximately, obviously, depends on the the uh, 
angle. I'm not going to get into science. Forget it. Uh, so these missile sy systems, will, uh, the new ones that they will be getting, will effectively double the range. It still means, though, that Russia can hit Ukraine targets from inside Russia, but Ukraine can't hit those targets because they don't have the reach. They would have to have a strike force go into Russia to take them out, which would be difficult. Uh, Lithuanians, crowd, crowdfunded $5.4 million to buy an advanced military drone in a show of solidarity for Ukraine and its war against Russia. Maybe that could take out those Russian targets. We'll have to see. Uh, but yeah, $5.4 million, that's not a lot, a lot of money for a military drone. Maybe I could start a crowd a crowdfunding uh, site uh, to buy some weapons to take out whatever we need to take out. Russian state news agency RIA reported Russian-controlled parts of uh, Kherson and Zaporizhia regions switched over to using Russia's mobile and internet network. And everyone is asking, do you have any bars? You got any bars? Uh, yeah, I, I suppose some people are still using... I, I, doesn't Elon Musk have his Starlink satellite system there for internet for people? I, I mean, I would think that some people are still using that. But I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what's going on. Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Let's start with uh, the South China Sea. Uh, Taiwan's foreign ministry said a U.S. delegation led by Senator Tammy Duckworth, uh, she's uh, that uh, Democrat who was injured in uh, Iraq uh, from Illinois, Senator, uh, arrived in Taipei uh, uh, yesterday. She's in a wheelchair. Uh, in a previously unannounced visit, uh, presidential spokesman Xavier Chang said the delegation would meet with Taiwan's president, Tsai Ling-wen, today, where they will discuss regional sec uh, security, economic, and trade cooperation and all issues related to, well, I guess that was yesterday, related to U.S.-Taiwan bilateral uh, relations. Uh, today, they are also meeting with Premier Su Tsing Chang and Economic Affairs Minister Wang Mihua uh, uh, yesterday. Taiwan's Ministry of National uh, Defense said 30 Chinese warplanes made incursions into its air defense identification uh, zone, the ADIZ. <clears throat> the highest, which is the highest daily figure in more than four months. In response, the Taiwanese military issued radio warnings and deployed air defense missile systems to monitor the activities. Taiwan President Tsai Ing-wen announced today the U.S. National Guard is planning a cooperation program with the Taiwanese military. Tsai uh, made the announcement during a meeting in Taipei with Duckworth. Tsai has not offered details regarding the uh, cooperation program, but previous reports suggest the Taiwan military may link with the Hawaiian National Guard. Uh, Tsai said... The U.S. Department of Defense is now proactively planning cooperation between the U.S. National Guard and Taiwan's defense forces. Uh, we look forward. Um, this is what he's saying. Uh, we look uh, forward to closer and deeper Taiwan-U.S. cooperation on matters of regional security. Uh, China's Ministry of, uh, of Foreign Affairs said in reaction to Duckworth's visit, 
U.S. politicians should earnestly abide by the One China Principle and the three China-U.S. joint communiques. Immediately stop all forms of official interactions with Taiwan and avoid sending any wrong signals to Taiwan independence separatist forces. In other words, stay out of our internal affairs, as they always say. Uh, The Philippine government announced today a new diplomatic protest against China over disputes in the South China Sea. Uh, The Philippines has filed hundreds of diplomatic protests against Beijing in recent years for what it considers acts of aggression in the disputed waters, despite improved ties between Beijing and Manila under outgoing President Rodrigo Duterte. Uh, whose six-year term ends on June 30th. Remember, Ferdinand Marcos Jr. takes over. (laughs) That's right. His mom will be in the palace with all her shoes. I am positive of it. (laughs) Uh, The Philippines uh, calls on China to comply with its obligations under international law and cease and desist from the conduct of illegal actions, including its annual practice of declaring a fishing ban over areas that extend far beyond China's legitimate maritime entitlements. Of course, China does not recognize international law. The world is their oyster. They don't give a crap about anyone. Moving on. Uh, This is something I did not expect. I really didn't especially this quickly, a, re- uh, a repressive government signed a trade deal with an even more repressive government. I'll let you decide which one is which, okay? Israel and the United Arab Emirates today signed a multi-billion dollar free trade agreement with a stated target of increasing annual bilateral trade to more than $10 billion over the next five years. The trade agreement is the largest ever between Israel and any Arab country. This was quick. The speed and scope of trade between the UAE and Israel that's taken place uh, since the two established official relations in August of 2020 has a bilateral figure uh, more than twice the volume of Israel's trade with Egypt in 2021, which was only $330 million. Yet they established an agreement almost 45 years ago, not two years ago, like with the UAE. Uh, Still, not all is rosy. Uh, The UAE's foreign ministry in a statement yesterday condemned what is described as the storming of the Al-Aqsa compound by extremist settlers under the protection of Israeli forces. It also asks that Israel, Israeli authorities take responsibility for reducing escalation and ending all attacks and practices that lead to the continuation of tensions. So perhaps they're going to be using this money to sway Israel to give Palestine a state finally. Wouldn't that be nice? And then they could start training with Palestine. Wouldn't that be nice? And then they would give Palestine weapons. Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) And it'll continue. Uh, Moving on. Turkey's president uh, said that Turkey wanted concrete steps on the existence of what it calls terrorist uh, 
organizations in Finland and Sweden before it would consider their NATO bids. Uh, Turkey has objected to, to the two countries joining the Western uh, Defense Alliance, joining NATO, on the grounds that they harbor people linked to the Kurdistan Workers' Party, which is called the PKK, militant group, and others it deems terrorists. And because Finland and Sweden halted arms exports to Turkey in 2019. They want those arms. Uh, Sweden and Finley have uh, Finland have said they uh, condemn terrorism and are open to dialogue. Uh, all 30 nation, uh, NATO members must approve plans to enlarge the alliance, and that includes Turkey, unfortunately. So they're going to have to agree. Um, <clears throat> at some point, they're going to have to agree to allowing maybe a 90% agreement for certain things which would sort of weaken them if they decided to do that? I don't know. I don't know. It's NATO. Uh, moving on. Yesterday, Canada, a country which already has strong restrictions on guns, introduced legislation that would ban the sale, purchase, importation, or transfer of handguns into the country and would require most owners of military-style assault weapons to turn in their firearms to a government buyback program. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said, we are capping the number of handguns in this country. Trudeau, sa Trudeau said the government plans to draft a legal definition of a military-style assault weapon, which would not be easy for gun makers to evade. Uh, the legislation also includes provisions that would make it a crime to modify a rifle to increase its capacity, increase penalties for gun smuggling, and give police the authority to seize guns from individuals whom a judge has found to be at risk of hurting themselves or others. Which, of course, this is going to cause a run on handguns in Canada. People are going to be buying them like crazy. Um, even if it's just to resell them, right? Canada's latest proposal comes as a bipartisan group of American lawmakers is meeting to try and find common ground on potential gun control measures in the U.S. after that shooting at Ann Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. Uh, yesterday, Biden told reporters he spent more than three and a half hours with survivors and the families of victims of last week's mass shooting in Uvalde. Returning to Washington, Biden said, the pain he witnessed in Uvalde was palpable and unnecessary and that he was and always had been committed to gun control efforts intended to reduce more violence. But there was only so much he could do as president. He said major changes would need to be authorized by Congress, where a bipartisan group of lawmakers are again in negotiations over possible bill, uh, despite how divided they remain over guns. And... This is just Republicans saying, this is, okay, quote me on this, and I've talked about this numerous times. Republicans, they stretch things out. They say, okay, we'll agree to this if you agree to that. We'll agree to this if you agree to that. We'll agree to this if you'll agree to that. We'll do this if you do that. They fight for things to be put into a bill, which they will later vote against anyway, and they all did it to delay it. This is what is happening right now. And Democrats are stupid enough to fall for it. It's, it's Lucy pulling that football away again. Anyway, Biden said, I can't outlaw a weapon. I can't change the background checks. 
This is where the legislature should act. For example, he said, it makes no sense to be able to purchase something that can fire up to 300 rounds. Uh, Biden said the Constitution, the Second Amendment, Amendment was never absolute. You couldn't buy a cannon when the Second Amendment was passed. You couldn't go out and purchase a lot of weapons. Those back-to-back killings have prompted a group of bipartisan senators, four Republicans and five Democrats, uh, to engage in initial conversations about new gun laws, which, of course, will go nowhere. Uh, Democrats need at least some GOP support, though conservatives largely oppose legislating the issue, instead focusing on the so-called hardening of school security and other measures, like putting more guns in schools. Okay, so let's say a gang member is in a school and he wants to kill someone in the school, but he's got to get a gun. He's got to get a gun in the school. He says, it's okay. There's guns in schools. We knock out the teacher, take his gun, and then we can kill the guy and put the gun back in the teacher's holster. (sighs) Republicans are so dense. Uh, The group of lawmakers intended to meet via video over the recess to continue hashing out where they stand and where a possible compromise could be brokered. Fake compromise. Republicans will never do it. Moving on. Uh, In that noose tightening around that bright orange neck, former Trump White House advisor Peter Navarro revealed yesterday that he was subpoenaed by federal prosecutors. Navarro said he has been summoned to testify to testify on Thursday to a federal grand jury and to provide any records he has related to his refusal to comply with a February subpoena he received from the select committee investigating the insurrection, including any communication with Trump. In April, the House voted to recommend Navarro be referred to the Department of Justice on criminal contempt of Congress charges for refusing to comply with the subpoena. Uh, The grand jury subpoena was revealed in a draft copy of a lawsuit that Navarro says he intends to file against the House Select Committee, uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, and the U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia. Navarro is representing himself in the suit, which has not yet been filed in court and is seeking to convince a federal judge to block both the House Committee subpoena and the grand jury subpoena, which he says are unlawful. I don't understand why they're unlawful. They are not unlawful. They've already been decided to be not unlawful. What is it they say about people representing themselves? They say a lawyer who represents himself has a fool for a client. And he is representing himself, as I said. If he is criminally prosecuted, I would assume you should wait for people to suddenly line up to testify because once they are prosecuted, they cannot run for office and they are kicked out of office. Uh, possibly, maybe not. Uh, it depends on what the charge is, I suppose. Uh, Supreme Court officials are escalating their search for uh, the source of the leaked draft opinion that would overturn Roe v. Wade, uh, taking steps to require law clerks to provide cell phone records and sign affidavits. Some clerks are apparently so alarmed over the moves 
particularly the sudden request for private cell data, that they have begun exploring whether to hire outside counsel. And I would suggest to do so. You're not protecting yourself. You're protecting your rights. And I would assume the ACLU will jump up to defend them. I would fully expect all of them to sue to stop this because what was done was not illegal. There is no law against releasing early drafts from the Supreme Court, uh, from Supreme Court justices. There's no law against it. I mean, they probably signed something that that said that they would uh, uh, be quiet about stuff, but that's not a law. Roberts. Uh, Chief Justice Roberts ordered the investigation on May 3rd, designating the court's Marshal Gail Curley to lead the probe. She's the one that says, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, the court is now in session. Right? She's leading it. Uh, Deutsche Bank headquarters and offices of asset managers, DWS, uh, which is 80% owned by Deutsche Bank, were raided earlier today by German police as part of an investigation into whether the firms have presented investments and products as more climate-friendly than they really are. You know it better as greenwashing. Remember the term clean coal? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, The Frankfurt Public uh, Prosecutor's Office said in a statement that the raid, which reportedly involved about 50 law enforcement officials, was triggered by reports in the international and national media that the asset managers DWS, uh, when marketing so-called green financial products, had sold these financial products as greener or more sustainable than they actually were. While Deutsche Bank and DWS have both committed to achieving net zero emissions by 2050, both have been accused of misleading clients about the sustainability of their business practices. Uh, DWS... Excuse me. DWS said in a response to the raid that it is cooperating with authorities and regulators. Make no mistake, this is a shot across the bow to corporations who continue to destroy the planet while claiming they are fixing uh, uh, their destructive practices. Uh, United Nations Secretary uh, General Antonio Guterres said over the weekend... We still see funding for coal and fossil fuels from some of the biggest names in finance, hedge funds, and private equity. Investing in fossil fuels is a dead end economically and environmentally. No amount of greenwashing or spin can change that. So, finally, fexting has entered the lexicon. No, I did not mispronounce texting. I said fexting. Uh, Dr. Jill Biden, First Lady Dr. Jill Biden, revealed in Harper's Bazaar that when her and Joe, Joe Biden, the president, argued about stuff when he was vice president, they kept it to texts so Secret Service wouldn't know about it. They wouldn't see them fighting. She labeled what she was doing as fexting, which is fighting while texting with an F at the, uh, fexting with an F at the beginning and has continued doing it while he is president. She fights with him in texts. She's fexting with him. And sometimes I fext and I haven't even a clue that it is happening because I, I, you know what, I'm not even good in person. I wouldn't know what's going on in, in fexting. <laughs> 
So, uh, hashtag Fexting, that's your word for the t- uh, for today. Uh, and that's it. Thanks for listening. Aha. Uh, you know, I kept it under 33 minutes. That's not so bad. That's not so bad. Yesterday was 35. Of course, no one listened to yesterday's, and I'm really annoyed by that. So, that's it. Thanks for listening. Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. Tuesday, May 31st. 2022. I truly appreciate you. I really do so much for coming every day, even though you missed yesterday. Bring someone with you if you can today or tomorrow. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. Those four words, that's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Tweet to me questions, insights, or fights at Cyberclops. C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Or maybe you just want to send me a story, or maybe you want to Maybe you want to sick some of your Republican sick friends after me to argue with me. I, I will, I will destroy them. But remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.